1: Everybody, on the alert, here go.
0: This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. So much dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. This is going to be juicy.
2: Actor Frank Adonis, whose decades-long career included roles in Goodfellas and Raging Bull, has died at age 83.
0: Oh. His
2: wife, Denise, says Adonis was in Las Vegas at the time of his death, which came as a result of kidney-related health problems. He was best known for his work portraying Antony Stabile in uh, Martin Scorsese's 1990. Goodfellas. He also appeared in Scorsese's Raging Bull and '95's Casino. He had amassed 40 film credits with a pension for playing gangsters. But age 83,
3: he apparently was also in uh, Ace Ventura: Pet Detective.
1: Yes, really? yes, yeah. Look at that. <laughs> yes.
3: Global, a well-rounded uh, <laughs> actor. Sorry. Yes. Global box office revenue for
2: 2018 is now expected to hit an all-time high of 41.7 billion, fueled by a record haul in North America of 11.9 billion dollars, and a prediction holds uh, domestic revenue will end up 7% ahead of 2017. and 4% ahead of the record set in 2016 when combined ticket sales clocked in at a record 11.4 billion dollars. Attendance for 2018 is also
3: up over the past year wow. by about 4%. Okay,
0: that That's makes sense. Yeah. I mean,
3: uh, you know, anybody who thinks that movie theaters are going away anytime soon? No,
0: people like the experience Although They can like we seeing clean it on the big screen. Up a little bit.
3: <laughs> I went to a theater over the holiday yeah, yeah. And it stunk like bar. Oh, oh no. Hell no. Yes. And oh. The seats were rickety. I was like, "God." <laughs> and it was a chain that you would recognize. Really? I won't Interesting.
0: Okay, I would highly recommend Alamo Draft House where there's not far.
2: No bar There you go. All right. And the first of its kind interactive choose-your-own-adventure-style episode of Black Mirror has dropped on Netflix today. And people Ooh. are really curious as to how this works. Well, uh, fans have uh, watched. And uh, what we can say is that the movie is uh, set in 1984 and is about a computer programmer trying to adapt a fantasy novel into a video game. And the interactive feature works like this. As the episode progresses... Viewers are invited to make the lead character's choices for him, decisions that send the plot in different directions. The resulting episode has more than, I don't don't know if this is true, but a trillion unique uh, interactions that can happen due to all the potential variants involved. Mm. uh, It took 35 days to film, and it's around 90 minutes to watch. They say a trillion different uh, scenarios could Come out of this movie really okay come Great. on okay all right well so okay we'll check that out tonight give you a full review all right well what do we got on tv tonight that's the bandersnatch snatch i just said there and uh we also have uh, macgyver returning on cbs and then over on channel 5 eyewitness news we have a couple shows returning fresh off the boat and speechless will be on tonight that is the latest start here from my talk for more stories like these and everything entertainment head over to my talk greatest update ever
0: dirt alert updates at the top of every hour plus get extended dirt alerts at 8 12:20, 12 20 and 5:20. keep me updated and now jason and alexis in the morning with producer don on my talk everything entertainment
3: we don't need tequila to kill it and get crazy in this place hi it's 8.03 in the a.m. Good morning. You're listening to Jason and Alexis in the morning. There's a faint hint of sunlight or some kind of daylight that appears to be occurring out the way. Turn ah. your darn mic on, hail, honey.
0: Hail. I'm sorry. That's
3: Beverly Boobs. I'm Chip <laughs> Adams. Uh, over in the control room, we've got Ryan Flarge pushing buttons. And keeping it real. Keeping my flarge together in here. <laughs> flarge and in charge. <laughs> Actually it's Bradley Trainer, Don McLean, Ryan Purpich. Thanks for kicking off the eight o'clock hour with us as we do some holiday radio roulette. Things will get back to normal at some point next week, but in the meantime, in between time, you get special guests appearing. On a cavalcade of uh, different shows here on My Talk 1071. Let's get back to, though, um, as somebody delightfully referred to us as the NORAD of ABS on My Talk 1071. <laughs> that oh. is the tracking system uh, that they use for missiles and Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. uh, and also ABS, because Mark Wahlberg's ABS, <clears throat> I don't know if you've seen them. If you need just a.
0: Bradley loves them.
3: <clears throat> I mean, do you not?
0: I feel like I'm okay with them. I'm not super into people that look better than me. I'll be honest with oh, you. okay. I, I, I don't want <laughs> to. That's, <no>. that's why <laughs> she hates everyone. I don't like people to out-hot me. You know what I mean? No,
3: I totally get it. Like, I,
0: calm down.
3: I am aspirational, yeah. if you will, uh, in that regard. I always, you know, uh, aim high.
0: I've been super fit low, before in my looking. past, and it was very rigid. As far uh, as, it was a very me? rigid schedule. You know what I mean? Oh. There wasn't a lot of fun involved. I ate salmon and steamed broccoli pretty much every yes. day of so my life. Donna eats as every you know. Day. As you know, Bradley, you've yes. been super fit, I've been there. and you are um, pretty super much fit. <laughs> on your. I mean, you're pretty the, much the fittest person no. on our station. Yes, you are. Yes, for sure. Mr. I think Steve, the Firm. I think
3: Steve has given everybody a run for their money. Have you seen his arms? About does. ab does. I do compliment his arms every now and, I and then. I feel like I'm a little concerned oh, though that his arms Steve are going to overtake his legs. Does yeah, he, he don't have any
0: pictures of himself on social media? Of course he does. I could send of you his his... a
2: shirtless picture of him. I have, uh, on you, my, what? I have one on my okay. phone. I have a couple on my phone.
0: <laughs> can you please Florge, forward those? please send yeah. it Florge. to us. You're
2: holding out on us, Flarge.
3: Come on,
0: Flarge. Hand it over. Just
3: give me a moment. Because the, the thing I know about Steve is he works on his fitness. At one point, he was yeah. doing some CrossFit. I don't think he's doing that anymore. Man, I love but it. But we got to remind him that it's a, a whole body experience. Because to me, you know, here's how you know a guy is, is hot. Oh, calves. Really? Calves? Look at his calves. Do you know why? mm mm-hmm. Todd's oh, <laughs> yeah. got this look on her face. She's like, Yeah, I got it. Like,
0: oh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. real creepy, real quick. Um,
3: calves, because if the guy has well-developed calves, that means that he's, you know... Paying attention to everything, and he's not just going to be one of those guys who goes into the gym and like does his upper body and like oh look all you know beach body workout. Okay, oh. okay. So thighs and and calves. That's where I it's love,
0: at. I love nice legs. Oh, you need I legs. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um. Tree trunk
3: legs. Uh
0: huh. <laughs>
3: oh my God. Okay. everybody's we like turning go, down the radio like, like, like oh, a i'm a little uncomfortable factor it's a little too early for creepers on
0: the radio <laughs> no um but I, I i do appreciate mark Wahlberg's abs i
3: get that they're a little like it's a little over the top what i right? think
0: about is when i see someone with abs like that and i've definitely had boyfriends like that that just like they're so they're just I just think about the lifestyle that I have to it live. It requires a lot of work. When I am with someone like yeah. that and let me tell you something, it's not fun. They're not yeah. fun people.
3: See, you're doing this thing that Colleen often does on our show where she lives in reality. I'm not <gasps> yeah. there Yeah, yeah because just... when I ogle Mark Wahlberg's abs, I'm just thinking of, you know, playing Pinochle on them. I'm okay. not thinking about like my entire lifestyle and what I have to do. It wouldn't take me that long to realize that I want no part of Mark Wahlberg. I mean, we've been doing it all morning where the reason we're talking about him, by the way, on Jason Alexis in the morning, it's if you're Bradley wondering, is obsessed because with his abs. I'm obsessed with his abs, but, yeah, I know this because there were pictures, uh, reports that he's like been on a beach for the holidays, and there everybody's talking about his his physique, and he's forty seven. He looks great. Of course, he's got time and resources; mm-hmm. he can do that. But and that's kind of his thing. Um, but that harkens back to this whole story about Mark Wahlberg being on this insanely uh, over-documented, over documented, uh, over managed schedule. And so we've been sort of following his schedule throughout the morning because before nine o'clock he's done like a dozen things. You
0: guys, he gets up at two thirty a.m. Prays first, has breakfast, then works out from three forty a.m. until five fifteen
3: a.m. And what time does he go to bed?
0: Um, let's see here. Um, his because bedtime is seven thirty p.m. Do you, you think as, <laughs> as somebody who works on a morning <laughs> show
3: and has to get up early and yeah. has to go to bed early, is that a realistic schedule?
0: Um, I, for a human being, I don't think so. I don't enjoy that. I feel like I'm missing out on life. And so I take naps in the afternoon so that I can stay up later. Yeah, honestly, I do. I, I, I going to bed at seven 30 is like the worst. I feel like everyone else is having fun and my life is just all about work.
3: Yeah. And then so. like in the dead of summer, it's still daylight when you go to bed horrible. Like at
0: 9 p.m. whenever it's still light outside and you're like,
3: no! You're like, I have to go to bed. Yeah,
0: but no, I I don't enjoy that kind of a lifestyle, so...
3: Yeah, no, it's that's why I'm saying reality says, Mark Wahlberg run away no fun uh but when i'm just like you know on the google box Mm -hmm. you know i'm like oh god 47 and he looks like that i think it's just me being you know 43 going i want that at 47 there's hope for me yet
0: sure you have to work out twice i want to remind you we haven't gotten through the rest of the schedule right now by the way mark Wahlberg is having a snack while he golfs Mm, okay
3: okay what kind of snack do we think he's having
0: i think it's um high in protein
3: cliff bar cliff bar yeah.
0: Mm, no, I think it's something yeah, customized I think Ryan, just for him.
3: Yeah, I think Ryan Cliff Bar is a little too pedestrian for this moment. He probably had, he probably makes them himself or has someone make them for yes. him for
0: him. Yes, it might be some little bento box that he brought oh with my. him that oh, has yeah, some yeah. like his, egg whites in it and some uh, high like some, some, some quinoa pilaf. Oh, totally. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Next, what he's going to do after he's done golfing. At 9.30, he's doing a cryo-chamber recovery.
3: What the heck does that even... Is that one of those freeze boxes where you sit in it? That was all the rage for a while. The people that I work out with were like, oh, have you done the freezy box thing? <laughs> and you literally sit in a box of ice.
0: And it's cold. Yeah. Oof, I don't know. And it's know.
3: supposed to, I don't know. Make he has a ha-
0: second workout at 4 p.m., by the way.
3: All right, well, I'm tired just listening to it. Oof. Uh, okay, as we track Mark Wahlberg's abs, we need to talk about... Times Square, specifically New Year's Eve, Times Square. And uh, before we uh, go too far into details, how did we come up with this particular story, Dawn?
0: uh, At my family Christmas, we were talking about New Year's Eve, you know, what we were going to do. I believe my sister's going to be in New York because she's going to see Hamilton in New York.
3: Oh, God, how awesome is that? I think she might
0: be in, I don't think they'll be in Times Square, but they will be in New York um, uh, and then people immediately asked me, since I am the black sheep of the family and the partier
3: <laughs> my
0: family, they go Dawn, but they also know that I'm kind of a hermit and I don't like large crowds.
3: Yes. Oh, I'm um, the same way.
0: But So they're like, Dawn, would you uh, want to be in Times Square on New Year's Eve? And I was like, only if I could view it from a penthouse up. Above and look down or like somebody in the building. mass
3: of humanity yeah. in Times Square. I'm not talking not about happening. the
0: Applebee's on Times Square. I'm talking about in a sequestered upper level building like, OK, this is an office building that looks over Times Square. Yeah. Or the W Hotel and look down into Times Square with my friends. Yeah. That's in the way a climate I controlled want experience. Yes. Because this is if you do this, you have to plan out your entire Day, including where you're going to go potty. Right, Bradley?
3: This is the best part of the story. I think it was Holly, maybe, or Colleen. I don't remember who brought this uh, particular aspect up, but we were talking about being in Times Square for New Year's Eve. And the subject of adult diapers came up. And apparently people will don adult diapers because it's so hard to find a place to pee when you're in Times Square. And you have to wait like insane Amounts of time, like what, because you know, there's a whole security perimeter and everything like that. And in fact, I was just, I, I just pulled up an article from uh, the New York Post uh, of Ball one person.
0: balldrop.com Ball That's do- what I'm looking at right now. Oh, hey, <laughs> <laughs> go on. I'm Talk about to
3: my it. adolescence. <laughs> 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 Balldrop dot com slash Bradley Trainer.
0: Okay, go well, Let's see what comes up. Oh, sorry to
3: interrupt. No. <laughs> yeah. uh, so the person that was recounting this experience said. Um, I've heard stories of people who wear adult diapers and it it totally, and in fact, if you just Google Times Square diaper wearing, (laughs) that's a thing. New Year's Eve and Times Square quote, we're all wearing diapers. The Pappas family, as they wait for the ball drop, They are all wearing adult diapers, and there's a photo of them. They're
0: doing it as a family. Yeah,
3: like it's a family thing. Chuck Pappas, 56, uh, with (laughs) his wife, two daughters, and boyfriends. Uh They were there at 1030 in the morning. In the morning. Yeah. When is New Year's Eve? Um, at midnight.
0: Yeah, so they're waiting because they want to be up front for all the performances. Yeah. You know, I'm looking at quite honestly balldrop.com, but
3: um Do they sell diapers?
0: Uh they don't sell diapers, but um they have a countdown, they have a live crew, all the parties um, apparently you can take a cruise, uh,
1: but anyway, who- Hey, it's Mike. And I'm so excited to tell you about factors, delicious, ready to eat meals. You know, I love good food and that is what I love about factor. It's fresh, never frozen meals that are chef crafted dietitian approved and get this,
0: Who's performing and it's just an all-day experience. I don't want to spend all day. I'm not into that. I have to have naps. No. And like, I got to get away from people. And I don't
3: care about, a, a well, there's a picture of one lady, Ayame Yamakawa, in a white coat who traveled from Okinawa, Japan, shows off her adult diaper as she waits with her friends. So mm-hmm. this is like a legit thing. Yes. Yes. Anything that requires me to wear an adult diaper... It's not worth it. It's not worth not it. Not <laughs>
0: following my astronaut boyfriend across the country to try to get him to be mine again. Remember Wait, that story? The woman, the astronauts, way back in the day, let's see, when was it? Ten years ago or so. There was a woman, I can't remember her name, but they were both astronauts, NASA astronauts. Okay. Um, she was having an affair with this other astronaut, and then he broke up with her, and she traveled from um, from texas to florida to try to be with him reunite with him or something and but she knew that he was with another woman and she had to get there quick she had to drive straight and she wore diapers there was a whole story about her
3: oh and she went to she went to jail
0: and of course why did she go to jail
3: because she was wearing a diaper no
0: she did a whole bunch of illegal stuff she was like crazed you don't remember this story no
3: i don't i somehow i must have not been paying attention when was this oh like 10, like years, 10 ago? years
0: ago astronaut diaper just if you guys are that, just joining us know. and
3: wondering why we're doing diaper chat <laughs> you're listening to jason alexis in the morning bradley dawn and uh ryan and we're talking about new year's yeah. uh, eve in times square and <laughs> literally in order to enjoy the experience you got to get there super early and you're not going to be able to go to the bathroom no hence people are wearing adult diapers And I'm sorry, but that just feels like over time, you're going to stink.
0: It just feels. And it's
3: it's not going to do the job.
0: I mean, yeah, there has to be just one specific, you know, we don't want to get too into that. But you just you're just going number
3: one. Well, yeah, you better (laughs) be going number one, because I don't think that's going (laughs) to age well. (laughs) And also, here's the thing that I would have the hardest time doing. Yeah. Peeing. In front of people. I
0: can't just stand there. Baby. No. I don't think I, I could.
3: So you know how I know this? Yeah. I've been in like, have you ever been like in a raft situation where you're like tubing? <laughs>
0: yes, yes. yes. like
3: river tubing you're and you're drinking all day. Yeah. Yeah. You're in the lake. and you're in, the, Or you're in a lake uh-huh. and you have to go to the bathroom. Like I uh, did that once and I could not. Now, ocean, I can pee for days. <laughs> like I'm going to jump in the water. Sure. Pee for days. If there are people around, like stare, you know, they're looking at You're
0: me. not in the water, yeah.
3: I can't do that. No, Can you imagine just standing next to someone like, I'm peeing right now. <laughs>
0: I mean <laughs> like look somebody I
3: mean, they, dead in the eyes. You're
0: right, because your yeah. family you were talking about this family that brags that they do this together. Don't you think that a highlight of their day that starts at ten thirty AM in Times Square is to look at their sister or dad and go, <laughs> Right now
3: I'm pink. Uh-huh. You yeah. know?
0: It's probably super fun. They're probably wasted. Oh
3: my god. I mean god. but I don't know but if you after like a few times
0: you're like I'm being ignored. Don't you gotta
3: get a new one?
0: Yeah, do you bring a change? And if you did, and that where means you'd you have access to a bathroom.
3: Yeah, that's not happening. Or maybe You're a broom just closet. Smell like
0: Gross! Urine. This is disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Nobody's anyway, so this. would you go to Times Square? Uh, would you do this, Bradley? Would you be in? If Zero you could, cause chance. Because I think you could get tickets. You Zero have to chance. buy tickets to these events. No, not happening. Yeah. Ryan?
2: No. Uh, only if I was hooked up. Like I got the VIP treatment. Right. We're from, very you know, spoiled. If Ryan Seacrest and I suddenly
3: became best friends. Yeah yeah, the, the, yeah. Then I would and access to a porta potty <laughs> right very, exactly. I don't even like to deal with porta potties, but if I would in a pinch right
0: mm-hmm. yeah Dawn. I don't like I don't like porta potties. are you doing no. it? Am I doing New Year's Eve? Only if I can be up in, in a, a building yeah in okay.
3: a building I mean honestly. All right, when we come back, ooh, there's a new movie that uh we need to talk about. and is Elizabeth here?
0: Um, I don't think so.
3: Okay, so uh, if Elizabeth does not join us, then uh, we do have a movie to tell you about and a bunch of other stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. We've
3: got uh, all sorts of yummy bits and pieces left over, holiday bits. Nothing here
0: more at, about diapers. No more diaper <laughs> chat,
3: I promise. <laughs> so grab another cup of coffee, go to the bathroom if you need to. We'll be right back here on My Talk <laughs> 107. So. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt, 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 dirt alert. Welcome back to Jason Alexis in the morning, and here with all the dirt. Well, it's just the three of us, I think. Right? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Myself,
3: Bradley Trainer, Don McLean, Ryan Perpich. And uh, good morning to you. In fact, uh, from the Dirt Alert experience, let's just talk about this um, Peter Jackson movie. Can we talk about this a little bit?
0: Absolutely. You have yes. this
3: stuff done, right? Yeah.
0: No, I do oh, not. Oh, no. I no, have No, but I can, I can have it because we have a link.
3: Well, I, I will tell you, Ryan, actually, did you, I think you pulled this story up, um, which reminded me about it because um, I actually had forgotten about it and then I was in the theater and I saw a trailer for it. Okay, here's the deal. Peter Jackson, who's that? Famous director. You would know him from Lord of the Rings among other Mm -hmm. uh, movies. The Lord of the Rings, though, probably the most uh, important of the works that he's done in his life. He is also responsible for something called They Shall Not Grow Old, uh, which is a film about World War I. It's actually a documentary, and uh, it's doing great, uh, you know, box office-wise in the U.K., but, uh, there are showings here in the United States okay. as well. What sets this documentary, you're like, why are you talking about a World War I documentary that seems a little obtuse? Well, the cool thing about this documentary, you guys, is that there is extensive colorization um, that they that yes. he's painstakingly done, and they've like created technology because this is what Peter Jackson does so well is he, you know, takes an idea and then just leverages all of the the talent he has and then talent for other uh, that other people have. To sort of create something unique and special. And he did it with Lord of the Rings, of course. But he's also done it with this film called, um, again, They Shall Not Grow Old. And it's on track to break a record uh, at just 1,100 theaters in North America on Thursday. Uh, and that record is, you know, small change compared to Aquaman. It's like Absolutely, $3.1 million. Yeah. But for like a dusty old World War One movie, um, that's kind of a, a big deal. Um, there are theatrical releases. And, and sadly, I think in the, here in the Twin Cities, I think there's only uh, one showing. Okay. And I think it was like at one or two showings, like at one and four today. Okay. Because when I heard about this and I listened to an interview with Peter Jackson, I was so fascinated. And I was like, I want to see this because he takes like vintage images from world video uh, film rather from World War One of the fighting, the troops. Uh, the people involved and colorizes it and sort of breathes life into it
0: the small amount of footage i've seen amazed me. It yeah. was like all of a sudden the story came to life for me, and it wasn 't just something that I was reading it didn't feel like a static story
3: yeah right and and right when you're watching like old you know film footage of war and it 's black and white, it just seems like not necessarily real or relatable exactly. or particularly like those
0: are real people.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Like and and through the process of colorization it just brings a life back to to the story which takes a piece of history and turns it into something that you can appreciate what it must have been like for people to go through. And I think for Americans particularly, World War 1 is not something that we have a huge cultural understanding of like world war ii we're all in like you and i grew up with and ryan to some extent too with uh you know the the sort of halcyon like mythical impression of world war ii you know like we heard stories from the people involved but it was you know sort of far removed we saw movies that you know sort of painted this like mythological picture of it Mm -hmm. you have yeah Yeah. yes um but world war one not so much and so here's a chance and we just had this Centenary, centenary, 100 year anniversary of uh, World War One or the conclusion, I should say, of World War One. Right. 2018, 1918. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, So so people have been paying attention to it. And I think this would I I hope that this will be released. I'm assuming, you know, digitally somewhere relatively soon because it's only going to be in the box office. Uh, I think. In, in the Twin Cities, anyway, for the time being today. <laughs> well, it looks like
0: uh, you can see it at um, Rosedale Center, oh. the Heights Theater. Oh. Mm, yeah. What times Saint do you have? Anthony, Maine. Let me see... Viewing showtimes. Maybe there's more that I Ooh, didn't know maybe about. Maybe not. Okay. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it was really it limited. It happened. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. was really Sorry, limited. Um, but but again, or maybe it was yesterday even that yeah. the showings were. But regardless, um, if if you want to read more about this, um, it's it's again called They Shall Not Grow Old. Peter Jackson. Hopefully there'll be a, a a release soon digitally.
0: Well, yeah. Hopefully it'll be released to Netflix or Hulu or something. You know, yeah. we'll be able to see it.
3: Because I think that period of time, like that's that's a period of time that I've learned about sort of since, you know, you hear again, you sort of know the rudimentary dates of things. Right. uh, And maybe like how it all went down, but you don't have any context or like where our country was, you know.
0: Right. And anybody who would have lived through it is not with us anymore. Absolutely. Absolutely not. So we don't hear stories from our grandparents really about it. We're just a generation away from that, basically couple generations away
3: absolutely Mm -hmm. so that um i just found that that story to be particularly interesting oh you know what? we forgot to get to what this is totally unrelated do we even have time no we don't you know what maybe we should talk about it when we come back remember the name john wayne bobbit
0: yeah oh yeah (laughs) oh this is a good Remember why you remember that name yeah yeah i do i do
3: his thingamabob yeah his thingamabob john wayne (laughs) bobbit well remember it removed itself yeah Apparently, he thinks it's normal now. So, he thinks, okay. And we'll you find have out. Some... <laughs> I've got some first-hand knowledge. I'll <laughs> <Yes! laughs> we'll tell you more when we come back right here on my Talk One. John Wayne's John Wayne's Bobbitt. John Wayne Bobbitt's thingamabob <laughs> is normal. So says John Wayne Bobbitt. We oh. have the real story. Okay. I'm going to tell you what it really looks like. Good morning.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's yeah.
3: just after 8.30, about 8.31 in the a.m. on Jason yeah. and Alexis. Dawn, myself, Bradley Trainer, and Ryan Perpich. Mm. Thanks uh, for letting me play in your playground. Speaking of playing in your playground, <laughs> first of all, let's give people a little um, uh, primer. John Wayne Bobbitt. Do you know the story, Ryan? I believe I'm familiar. Wasn't? Didn't the uh, the wife have something to do with this
2: one, or am I thinking of another? You're uh, talking guy. about
0: Lorena Got, Bobbitt. Lorena, I mean, she sure does. She has a l- large part in it. Well.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they were in the field and like they had to go find it or something. Yes, yeah, so okay. uh uh they were apparently married in 1989. Mm-hmm. Their uh relationship made worldwide headlines in 1993 when she cut off his shwenus with a knife while he was asleep uh. in bed. The shwenus was subsequently surgically reattached, which mm-hmm. led him to, you know, become sort of a, a, a the precursor of a reality star, right? Right,
0: exactly. Yeah definitely Uh, an infamous character
3: so um and
0: we found out why she was so upset because he was a bad guy right yes i don't remember the details was
3: he abusive Mm,
0: yeah okay almost positive that
3: just makes me feel even worse about the story that i'm going to tell you but anyway for some reason he popped up in headlines uh on the new york post says john wayne bobbitt swears his schwenus is normal now okay what Apparently, in an an interview that's uh, that was released yesterday, he told ABC News, uh, "I don't want to mess with it. It's been through the ringer."
2: (laughs) Okay, literally. (laughs) Oh, okay. okay. He
3: walked into the hospital, and uh, you know, anyway, they they um, they were able to attach it. For some reason, he believes that it looks normal, Mm. and he's you know wants to let the world know because we were all fascinated, right? Like fascinated with like. The story that, you know, his thingamabob was reattached. How does that work? What does it look like? Does it act normal? Is he still able to do things? Like right. These are all the questions that a male-driven <laughs> society needs to know. Mm. Meanwhile, Dawn's over here reminding us, hey, maybe we should have been paying attention to why the lady cut <laughs> off his thing In the first place. And in this post-Me Too era, something tells me there's a lovely documentary slash podcast Mm -hmm. that we should watch that tells us the story of Lorena Bobbitt. But let's go back to his thingamabob. Do you know that there was an adult film with him in it?
0: No. uh, Back in
3: the day? And I can't remember the year. Let's see if I can find out the actual. Is it
0: like, uh, no man.
3: Pre or post removal. Oh, this was post removal.
0: (laughs) <laughs> it's like a county fair theme where, no, I'm sorry, I just went somewhere in my mind. Robbing ro- for apples? No! A Bobbing movie. with Bobbin?
3: Bobbing. <laughs> Adult movie. I mean, oh, because this uh, is
0: the IT people are going to come up here, remember when they did that that one time? I know. You guys, so every company has an IT department. One time they came in the prep room and literally an IT guy came up to... Bradley and said, Whatever you're looking at on the internet right now, stop. Because it was like, <laughs> it was, it was like It was just a celebrity gossip site, but apparently it had malware and spyware. And yeah, all there was stuff. something
3: that it was doing, and they I were like, What are you looking at on your computer? And I was like, Ugh. We
0: were I had all that like, What? Horrible you're literally, feeling like, you are watching us.
3: I'm so worried. No, anyway. You're literally, yeah, you okay. should be worried. Okay. No, but in 1994, so this would have just been a year after his shweenest was reattached, oh. the movie John Wayne Bobbitt uncut oh geez. no,
0: it wasn't Bobbin with bobbit
3: no oh. or
0: or bopping with bob boppin'? <laughs> the Bobbit game
3: <laughs> um and i remember this would have been 1990 oh gosh it probably would have been 1995 yes my girlfriends and i went to the um the video store down the street from college
0: uh-huh
3: and got the john wayne bobbitt uncut movie maybe pop some popcorn oh in the uh you know the the dorm lounge went back to our uh my friend sonia she had a suite so that it was like Perfect. a room with two bedrooms mm-hmm. and a living room so we all sat in the living room on the couch Fun. popped some popcorn and proceeded to watch John Wayne Bobbitt uncut. First of all, can I tell you how bizarre it? Because we were fascinated. We wanted to see what his thing, thing, thing looked like, yeah. right? Yeah. After it had been sliced of off and then reattached. <laughs> and, um, but can I tell you that we didn't think that one all the way through? Oh. meaning like we didn't realize what we had signed up for, because when you turn on an adult film, of course, there's that awkward, at least back in the olden mm-hmm. days when, when they had full actually, stories. Yeah. People sat down and watched them feature uh-huh. films. Uh-huh. I don't know. Just like, whoa, well, what's uh-huh. the scenario? So all of a sudden, you know, he's you, like, Throughout hey, the fair. <laughs> I'm going to go to the um this room over here and somebody's going to knock on the door and be like, hey, how's it going? Hi, there's all that. I'm but then after the that. Table. Yeah. Okay. So you weren't prepared so, for that. Well, you don't normally watch that with your friends oh, in the what? same room. Oh, so
0: it got awkward?
3: So it was just kind of mildly awkward. We're like, oh, oh, Ew. fast forward, fast forward. And and we did get to finally see his diddly bits. <laughs> yeah. And there was like a, a, a significant line. Like you could tell where it had been attached, oh. reattached, or, you know, uh-huh. severed slash reattached. It was like
0: Frankenpeen. And, and it was... <laughs>
3: It was totally Frank and, peen. <laughs> and and it was a little. It was not, you know, like mm, it was not a straight arrow. This is my favorite okay, day well, on the radio. Yeah. So
0: much. Okay, it wasn't a straight arrow. No, so it, was it went a little, off to the side. It was
3: a little back
0: into the left. Well, that happens. Okay. That happens. All right. little,
3: well, yeah, no, that's normal. Okay. And and you can see your doctor. They've got pills now for that. Um, if you need to straighten that thing out. What? But yeah, it's called. What is that thing called? <laughs> um. There's a it's condition a oh. where you've got like a you know
0: a sidewinder, a sidewinder. Oh, okay.
3: Sometimes it's like really sidewinder. Wow, anyway, I'm learning so I've much. I've seen a few, <laughs>
0: uh, but no,
3: his was presumably from the because it was you know where it reattached. It wasn't mm-hmm. completely okay straight from that experience forward. Okay. But otherwise, it did look pretty normal. Did it work fine? Yeah, I mean, did it, it seem to? He, too, he mm-hmm. made himself available to someone was the woman at least satisfied well <laughs> it's always hard so to tell to very important it's always hard to tell in those movies if the yeah, woman's you don't really know. having All a right. lot of fun
0: yeah it's so, probably okay. not but so he was able to get so the was, job done yeah. he was able to he, complete the process he
3: finished his
0: tps report he yes. turned it in okay yep
3: <laughs> <laughs> Turned it all the way in uh-huh. and uh, people went about their business.
0: Well, they said, hey, thank you for yep. the experience. Yep. I'll be installing your cable now. Can
3: you imagine, though, your job is like, hey, uh, so on the set today, we've got John Wayne Baba. Oh, my goodness. With Christy Canyons.
0: <laughs> nice. Nice board name reference there. That's uh, true. Is that a real one? Chris? Yes.
3: Is it really? I'm
0: almost positive. Oh. Yeah.
3: That just came so handily out it of didn't my
0: It didn't Oh, you. Um, <laughs> Christy Canyon. Christy Cannon. Oh, yeah. She's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's, mm-hmm. oh, she's a 52-year-old porn star.
3: Oh. Well, mm-hmm. Heck, she should get back in the game.
0: Mm-hmm. There wow, you go. Wow, she's got a website
3: uh, that I'm not going to. No, we can't do
0: that. Remember, the IT people, they're probably still working. That sweet lady that answers the oh, phone. Oh, God. Oh, God. When
3: you just Google her name, don't look at the words. <laughs> okay. Woof.
0: OK, there's some okay. words you
3: can't say out loud. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So anyway, John Wayne Bobbitt's uh, middly bits are normal, <laughs> just bits. so as you know. Oh,
0: OK. So and, why do uh, we start talking about this? Because, because he I did forgot. an
3: interview that uh, an aired interview on ABC that
0: said it's so great. It's perfectly fine. It's even better than it was when Bradley saw my porno.
3: Yeah. OK, exactly. and <laughs> now it's a
0: fully. Yeah.
3: Full and in the interview, it says the moment John Bobbitt realized his wife had cut off his Sweeney's quote, <laughs> it was a nightmare.
0: Yeah, that's well, shocking, so was her experience stay, but, before yeah. that for you. Anyway, so. he's
3: talking. We can post that interview. Okay. Uh, uh, from ABC, if you want to watch yeah. the thing in its full length experience. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm just going to leave that over there. And when we come back, more holiday leftovers right here on Jason Alexis in the morning on my talk 107.1. Loud my Welcome back to God knows who, what, when, where on my talk 107.1. It's our holiday roulette. With Don McClain from Jason and Alexis, myself, Bradley Trainer from Colleen and Bradley, and Ryan Perpich, of course, from Donna, Steve, and Ryan. And uh, Ryan's been gifting us wonderful shots of uh, his shirtless co
0: host. Oh my God, it's so funny.
3: It's Steve, like, what, by the way, not Don. Oh, yeah,
1: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be kind of awesome. Oh my God. Hey, Donna. I might have some of
0: those. I'm just kidding. Uh. No. Um, yeah, it's funny because we requested this from Ryan because we were talking about abs and I mentioned that you Bradley are the most fit person, which
3: I don't know that I can say that looking at his, uh, now that we know Mm -hmm. that
0: Steve is a CrossFitter as well. Um,
3: well, he used to be, Uh, I don't think he's doing it anymore. I think he's just doing the like gym thing. He's just
0: actually self-disciplined enough to not have to go to a class. Unlike
3: myself and myself. Um,
0: so, uh, so he, we said, Hey, uh, why don't you send us some of those pics? And he goes, "Oh, I've got some. I got plenty." So yeah. literally, Ryan has been sending Bradley and I now two pictures of Steve shirtless. Yeah, which one? appeared on TV on Twin Cities Live. It's not like they're personal shots. Yeah, it's, it's not like he's sending. Said, if you have any of those, Papa. feel free to send. Yeah, oh yeah, it is sending.
3: Uh, that's not creepy. Hey, send us naked photos of our coworkers. <laughs> right, We're, totally is, HR is appropriate. HR,
0: oh my gosh, <laughs> IT is probably coming down here right now because of John Wayne Bobbitt searches and now. By the the way, you can watch
3: an interview with him on the set of his adult film uh, on YouTube.
0: Okay. Oh, great!
3: If you'd like to get on YouTube, yeah. Not. I mean, it's not the actual film, of course. Ah, It's just an interview with. That's on a different website. Yes. Okay. It's very easy well, to now get
0: to. that I've looked at Steve with his shirt off, I'm feeling a little weird. Um, yeah. But you know. But
3: here, let's let's, uh, let's let's give you something to not feel weird about. Can we do one last check in with our good friend Mark Wahlberg? We've yes. been tracking his abs throughout the show today because mm-hmm. he's been on the beach uh, over the holidays, looking fine. Everybody's pointing it out, and yes. uh, we're we're no strangers to abs. Okay. Or well, we'd like not to be. So we've been tracking his insane schedule, which helps make those abs possible. We started, um, you know, waking up very early, doing some prayer.
0: Yes, we did. 2.30 a.m. he wakes up. um, He prays. Then he has breakfast at 3.15 a.m. And then he starts working out at 3.40 a.m. to 5.15. He does a workout. 5.30 a.m., a a post-workout meal. He showers. Then he goes to golf. From 7.30, we think he's golfing until 9.30 or or about 9. Yeah. Um there's a snack at 8, but we think it's during golf. It's probably
3: a, a a mid-golf snack.
0: Right, cuz it doesn't make sense for him to snack for an hour and a half before yeah. cryo I mean, chamber I recovery. I would be
3: snacking for an hour and a half, but that's my <laughs> yeah. life.
0: Uh so then uh, it looks like right now he's golfing still. He's golfing, he's already had a snack. Um I mean, this is a rigid schedule, guys. I just, you know, I would like to point out that family time doesn't start until 11 a.m. Are we judging him? So he's
3: been up since two and he hasn't seen his family. He doesn't see his family till 11.
0: But they probably appreciate how great he looks and that he's bringing home the bacon, right? I was
3: going to say, I think the fact that they get to go on vacations around the world and uh, buy anything they want probably is fine by them.
0: Okay. I would like, I would rather trade that to be with the
3: person that I... It depends well, on the person. Yeah. I mean, if I don't really like them, I don't care.
0: <laughs> you're just using them for their celebrity right? buddy. Like, okay. You know, I, I mean, mean, if I'm, he's this rigid of a person, I might not want to hang out with him. I anyway. was going to say,
3: I kind of feel like he would, you're going to be on his terms. Yeah. You know, like when you hang out with Mark Wahlberg, you're doing it according to his schedule. Like he's like, well, I can only meet with you today while well, I'm on the golf course for an hour and a half and right. blah, blah, blah blah maybe
0: he, when maybe he turns that over at other times. Are you a highly
3: regimented person, either of you?
0: Um, I would say with my work, yes, I I have to have my patterns. You know, producing the morning show. Yeah. Um, I do like things in order, and I like to be on time and do them in in a certain pattern. Yeah. This is the problem. I think I put so much effort into that that when I leave, it's a free for all. <laughs>
3: oh, for sure. Yeah. I do.
0: I wish that I had a rigid schedule right now of when I work. Like I always work out on these days. You know, it kind of depends on how much sleeping. I got honestly um but what about you
3: I well Ryan how about you
2: Yeah I I need a routine I wouldn't say it's regimented but I really mm-hmm. prefer a routine
3: that's why this week has been this
2: is it's crazy, been, It's, been right? nuts.
3: it's I, I feel like I'm
2: taking crazy pills this whole week with the holidays. You know, on Monday and Tuesday. Well, and you're then,
3: doing double duty. By it, the way, we should mention you're on the air oh, literally yeah. until noon, and with Shannon and uh, Lindsay producing uh,
2: today at uh, nine to noon. Check it out. Can but, I get
0: you anything to eat? By the way, <coughs> no, yeah, fine, thank you. Yeah, no. Are you sure? Are you sure? You sure? We're going to go get an omelet in Think. the cafeteria. <laughs> no,
2: I eat lunch. I eat lunch at home. It's fine. Okay. I had a little, little snack this morning. Okay. okay, so we're fine. Thank you, though. Thank you, though. Okay. But I I prefer it's not. I wouldn't call it a regimen.
3: I call it a routine. That's probably a step below regimen. Well, Sounds sure. a little
2: too yeah, a little too intense for me. Yeah.
3: I'm a routine-oriented individual as mm-hmm. well. I never used to be, and then when I got sober, I had to learn how to be a, a routine-oriented person because that structure is good for me. Yeah. So I I can really, uh, you know, mentally I can take care of myself by making sure I'm sort of. Like organizing things. And, yeah, you
0: seem to be a uh, organized person.
3: Well, not organized necessarily, though. In in every area of my life, but there okay. are certain things that, like you know, getting up at the same time is awesome. Eating the same thing does not you bother are me. Always bringing in delicious be,
0: food. Yeah, it
3: helps me to be healthy. You know, I always do food prep on Sundays. That helps me. You know, be healthy. I try to go to the gym at the same time. That said, I've always been you know looking to add flexibility back into my schedule because. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be more flexible. Like Jamie is like, oh, I have to work early, so I'm gonna work out late. Oh, I have to work late, so I'm gonna work out early. He can adapt him himself way better than I can. I really can. admire that. I'm like, oh, I don't have to work late today, so I'm just not gonna go to the gym or something. You know, like that's
0: I, me, totally. Yeah. I,
3: I totally take advantage of, of those yeah, things. Yeah, and I'm
0: always having to talk <clears throat> myself into it. That's yeah. why I work best not to turn this right back around no, to me. No, no, please do. But I I work best when I am in like a boot camp class where oh, I yeah. know that if I don't show up, I'm going to be held accountable for that. Yep. Um I've paid for it in advance so I feel like I'm losing money and people expect me to be there. Yeah. I'm not really great on my own to be honest, just going into the gym and going, "I'm just going to go, what am I going to do today?" You know, and and that's what I'm going to try to get myself back into in the new year.
3: I get motivated, especially when it comes to workouts. I get motivated by people uh, around me, by others, like the energy of other people. So I enjoy classes where there are some really fun, you know, committed.
0: I'm also competitive. Are you? Not
3: pushy, but competitive is actually a (laughs) better word. Competitive people because I feed off of their competitiveness. Yes. And I will chase people within a workout. And that pushes me You know, so, like, I I totally relate to that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, now that we've... Now that we've come full circle here, we started out talking about abs, Mark Wahlberg, and now we're ending with him. He's about to go to cryo-chamber recovery after he's done his first workout. Um, I I, I have ab ambitions, but I also... Ambitions? Ambitions, Uh. ambitions. I feel like maybe this is wrong. It's a little bit harder for women to see their abs... Because of where we put on weight. Our body is designed to have babies, and the last place that we lose it is around the belly area because it's designed to pad your midsection well, I in preparation of a baby.
3: I don't know about the biology uh, or physiology, but I do know that men tend to carry weight in their stomach.
0: Okay, so it's so, the same. I'm, I'm making not, this up. No, but I think
3: I think you, there's something to that, especially for women. You know, they seem to carry it maybe around the side and in the back. But Sass. everybody's everybody's got their... What side do you ass. Do you
0: do? Sass. <laughs> you guys can go ahead and use that if you want. Um, <laughs> I will, I will. I'm
3: just carrying it all over at this time of year, so I'm very much looking forward to 2019 and being a little bit off the uh, holiday binge fest.
0: Right. I think my ambition and goal would be to work out in the morning before I get here, you know, go to the gym and then have an afternoon boot camp class, like two workouts. My
3: God. You'd have to work out at like two in the morning.
0: I know, but you know what? Maybe at some point I might have a goal that somebody might see me naked in 2019.
3: Ooh. Oh, you maybe have a goal, which means you do have a goal, which means this is something you've actually been thinking about.
0: <laughs> and it looks like we're almost done. No, with the show. I think we've no. still oh, got shoot, we still have... two
3: oh, no. and a half minutes basically oh, before we have to yeah, leave. Okay. So your goal <laughs> is to be. Look, I need to, look,
0: honestly, you know, I do meta fast and stuff, but I need to bump up my workouts. Physical I want to be more confident in my body to where nakedness would be you know
3: I'm all about it man. And
0: where whatever
3: it, motivates you
0: if it if it came about that somebody wanted to then I would be able to be like sure I'll do it right now that you means know what somebody I mean? wants
3: to like, <laughs> no I mean absolutely you picking up what she's laying down
0: um I'm not laying anything down I'm just saying I'm just saying maybe you know then it would be no problem for me there are some reservations, though, at this point in my phys- physique.
3: <laughs> oh please! You, I saw somebody say, you know how you get a beautiful body? What you take, or you know how you can see yourself in a beautiful body? I don't remember the exact words of how this was worded, but it was it was very true. Is you want to look at a beautiful body, take your clothes off and look in the mirror. It's beautiful. You oh, look great. Oh, thank there, you. You ain't need to do nothing. All right. But if there's something you want to do, do it. You deserve it. And if you want to look great, feel great in a bikini or nothing yeah do it
0: <laughs> alright I'm going you,
3: to you deserve it now yeah. thank you yeah what a wonderfully positive way to end the show Get today naked, you guys. naked on let's all take
1: our <laughs> clothes off yeah
3: Maybe we'll wait till after work so that we don't get in trouble. I'll have an
0: omelet here first. Go home. We've yeah.
3: already gotten ourselves in trouble with the IT department today.
0: Oh, well. Wow.
3: Thank you um, for joining us. And Ryan, thank you for being with us both days and doing double duty. Of course. It's my pleasure. I will
0: talk to you all on New Year's Eve show with Kat Perkins.
3: <sighs> New Year's Eve yes. show with Kat Perk. What?
0: Yeah, Kat Perkins will be hosting the show with me on New Year's. No, oh, no, no, no. Oh, it's me you, and you. Alexis. Oh, no, I'm doing Donna Nine and Steve's show. Oh, yes. oh God. With, yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, wait no, a minute. I'm You're right. No, it's you and I, and then I'll be doing double
3: duty. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah with Kat. Yeah, you guys are times. great. Well, have a great weekend. Have a good show, <laughs> Ryan. And uh, then catch Holly and Colleen uh, after that. And then Lori and Julie. I think I have no clue. Yes. <laughs> have a wonderful day. Love you. My talk. Love.